0: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Recovery and Restoration. It's good to be loved by God. He loved us enough to send His Son to live and die so that we can have an opportunity to have life and that more abundantly. And He also loves us enough to restore everything that was lost and stolen from us and our lives. So, since our God is that kind of God who loves us as much as he does, then let's learn a little bit more about how we can let God do in our lives what only he can do, including restoring broken relationships in the lives of those who he loves, like me and you. Let's learn what we ought to do to let him love on me and you the way he wants to, by bringing recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Because remember, Joseph was then lied on by Potiphar's wife. Once again, he didn't do anything. All he did was stay right, stay holy. She was the skank that wanted to do something that she wasn't supposed to do. He just told her no, respecting her, respecting a husband, respecting God, respecting everybody, doing what he's supposed to do. And what ended up, what ended up happening to him? Now he in jail, living for the city. <laughs> now not he in jail. And <laughs> he like, what? All I did was love my father and love my brother in two. All I did was write by my father and write by my brother in two. Then I get thrown in a pit, took out the pit, put in, sold to some, some I don't even understand what they're saying. They just walking to me and I don't even know what they're saying. And they dragging me around. Now I'm sold to Potiphar. Now I'm sitting over here in Egypt. Well, how I get over here? And then his wife, I'm serving her, make her biscuits in the morning and gravy. Now I'm in a mess. Now I'm sitting in here in jail. Convicted of a crime he didn't do and put in jail. Once again, he didn't do anything wrong to anybody. Now, come on, you got to stay with me. And wasn't in jail for a week or two. was in there for years. Years. Now he's in jail without parole just because somebody else couldn't keep control of their flesh. It was his brothers and his people too. And he still hadn't done anything wrong to anybody. Once again, don't forget, the key is not letting what happened to you infect you and cause you to be able to stop being the person that you were prior to all this stuff happening. Because a lot of people, look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you. Half of that, a quarter of that would have affected them and then infected them to the point that they would have lost who they were. And at this point, now they are a person who is now affected by what happened to them, who is now a different person than it originally happened. Whereas you end up getting infected and cause you to become and, and stop being the you that didn't do anything wrong and cause you to do the, be the you who now starts responding to the wrong that was done to you. You stop being the you that didn't do anything wrong and end up responding and becoming the you that responds to what was done wrong. Now, you can't do that. See, if, if restoration is going to come like it's supposed to, you can't be a person that's been infected by what happened to you in the past. You can't be infected by what happened to you in the past. You started off right. You was doing everything right. You didn't do nothing wrong. So just because wrong is done to you don't mean that it's okay for you to now turn wrong because of what was done to you. Turn to 1 Peter chapter 3, please. You can't go wrong because they wrong. Just because they played you hard don't mean that you're supposed to turn hard. Just because they did you wrong don't give you the right to be wrong. 1 Peter chapter 3. No matter how low they go, you've got to leave it on level four. First Peter chapter three, no matter how low they go, you got to leave it on level four. Agape, unconditional love. First Peter chapter three, verse eight. It says, finally, be all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing, but contrawise blessing. Which means instead of doing evil for evil, do blessings for evil. Instead of doing railing for railing, do blessings for railing. He says, contrariwise, blessing. Knowing that ye are thereunto called, that you should inherit a blessing. Well, see, your blessing don't come from what they do. Your blessing comes from what you do. How blessed you are had nothing to do. It didn't have nothing to do with them in the first place. It didn't have nothing to do when they was hating on you along the way. And it ain't got nothing to do with them after they jam you. You still a blessed individual as long as you keep operating the way God wants you to operate. Because God's favor is on you too. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile, no complaining, no cussing, fussing, arguing, talking about them, telling everybody how low down and dirty they was dragging their name through the mud, just like they drug you through the mud because they drug you through the mud. You want to tell everybody and then drag their name through the mud. No, 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 no. You still supposed to be good. You still supposed to speak kind. Blessing means to speak well of. Let him eschew evil. Let him eschew evil. Somebody say hate it. And do good. Now you hated the evil that was done to you. Talking to thinking about how evil it was. So why would you then turn around and do evil to somebody too after they did evil to you? You didn't like the evil, so why would you be a giver of evil when you didn't like to be a receiver of evil? I'm teaching real good right now. A lot of abused people turn around and abuse people. A lot of hurt people go around and hurt people. Because I was hurt. That's you. That's between you and God. God's a healer. You work with him. He'll work that out. You just stay right yourself. Look at your neighbor say, you ain't listening. I'm looking at you. You ain't listening. Because I quit looking at him and listening to him too. And then I looked over and you ain't listening either. Tell him. <laughs> Tell him one of us got to tune in and listen to the man. Let him askew evil and do good. Let him seek peace, P-E-A-C-E, not P-I-E-C-E. Some of us be seeking pieces, if I break you in pieces. No, he said peace, P-E-A-C-E, and ensue it. Why is that? For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Can I tell you the elliptical statement that's behind that? You don't see it. Don't matter who do it. Don't matter who do it. God's against evil. Don't matter who do it. That's why if they do you evil, you can't be infected and begin to start doing evil too. You started off good. You got to remain good even after they do you wrong because the eyes of the Lord is on you. God ain't watching them. you watching you. He ain't already seen it, what they do. He watching you now. What's going to be your response? What are you going to do? Turn to Proverbs chapter 16. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. It said, when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with them. See, your job is to make sure your ways please the Lord. I don't care what they did. Yeah, what they did was wrong. But he said, your ways, God said, I want your ways to please me. Because if your ways please me, I'll even make your enemies to be at peace with you. God makes everything work out well for us when, we, when our ways please him. Now, he says, I'll even make your enemies to be at peace with you. See, our enemies being at peace with us can even include a restoration and re- of the relationship between those who wronged us and us. Cricket, cricket. I said, it can, even be a, it can even affect the person that's because they acted like they was your enemies. They played you like an enemy. You wasn't hating on them. They hating on you. But God said, I can even make your enemies to be at peace with you if your ways just please me and if you act like you're supposed to. The key is that we who were done wrong have to remain in the spirit And do not react in the flesh. Because they was in the flesh when they was doing what they do. And and that which is sown of the flesh reaps corruption where it gets worse and worse. But that which is sown in the spirit reaps life everlasting. And if you want life, if you want to seek life, you got to watch your mouth and don't start talking about and speaking about and spitting up guile based upon what they did to you. No, go ahead and smile and know that God is going to come through for you. Come on, you got joy unspeakable and full of glory. Jesus said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give I unto you. You got his peace, but if you stay, it's only available when you stay in the spirit. Get in the natural and you get to thinking about what they done and how they played you before you know it, your neck start wrenching and your eyes start squinting and before you know it, you all upset and bothered by what they do and if they ever come around, O.C., oh, see, O.C., oh, see, just come closer. Galatians chapter 6, please. I got any spiritual folk in the house? I got any folk that know how to stay in the spirit in the house? Well, I got a word for you. The Lord sent me by here to tell you a little something, something. Mm. He said, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore Restore, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. I thought, figured I had to put some sugar on it to let you get this one down. Oh, I'm in the mature house. I ain't got to put no sugar on it. Brother, congregation, mighty worth of faithians. If a man be overtaken in a fault where they was doing you wrong, Messing you over. Doing wrong to you. Jacked your life up. Had you places you never intended to be. Had you experiencing things that you never was expecting to experience. After you did them right and they never did them wrong. You, which are still spiritual and didn't let their flesh cause you to get in the flesh. Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. Considering thyself lest thou also be tempted. Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Satan tempted them to play you like they weren't supposed to do. Now you're being tempted to play them like you're not supposed to. Satan already tempted them to play you like they weren't supposed to play you. Now Satan's now tempting you to get you to play them the same way too. But you are spiritual. You know how to stand in meekness. That word meekness right there means gentleness. Gentleness. Come on, fruit of the spirit. Gentleness, which means regardless of how hard you've been treated, restoration requires you to still operate it. Gentleness, be conciliatory. Be conciliatory. Regardless of how wrong you've been treated. Regardless of how wrong you've been treated. Restoration requires you to do right by them and right to them, too. Write by them and write to them. That should you ever be blessed enough to get a chance. Somebody said, uh-oh, because this is a year of restoration. You may get a chance. Which means that same one that played you hard, got you drug all off in financial slavery and all kind of crazy stuff. Had to deal with things that you should have never dealt with some things you should have never experienced may be that same one that God bring right back to you. Matthew. May be that same one that God brings back to you. Now how are you going to deal with them when they get there? Genesis chapter 45, please. Oh, uh, You act all spiritual when the music playing. Let's see how what you do when the music stops. See, now we find out where spirituality is. Not because you can wave your hand to the beat. A dog can wave his tail to the beat. And a dog ain't spiritual. Dog can top his head to the music. And be like, yeah, baby, this is what I'm talking about. Some of y'all go back far enough. Remember RCA? Remember, they 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 logo was a was a was a was a was a, was a gramophone. Praise God! With a dog sitting right in front of it, just sitting there like, "Yeah, this is what I'm talking about." But I bet you cut that music off. That dog bites you. Praise God! Amen. Now you don't be like that dog and bite the people. Here we go with Genesis chapter 45. Now after 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 Joseph been played and he and he been in captivity for I don't know how long. He been in jail for I don't know how long. Now he's second to God and raised him up to be second to Pharaoh only. And guess who he get a chance to see? His brethren. Now he's second to Pharaoh only, which means all this military is under him. All these mercenaries and trained killers is under him. All the water borders are right up under him. Guantanamo still open <laughs> and it's at his disposal and he can do what he want to as long as he don't mess with Pharaoh and Pharaoh's woman he good to go he like I want your woman anyway but them, them are brothers I, I want a piece of that let's see if that's what happened now he get a chance to get restored brought back into the presence of his brothers he know who they are they don't know who he is he has been thinking about them for years. He know exactly who they are. And now they right there. Genesis. And in need at that. In need at that. Because who knows? God might bring them back to you when they need. And you think like, let me get this right. You threw me in a pit. You sold me off into slavery for 20 pieces of silver. Ate a pot pie before you sold me. I heard you up there chewing. (laughs) Didn't even pray. And now you're going to come back to me because you need? I. Let's see how he acted. It says, starting with verse one. I love the Lord. It said, then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. The ones that stood by him. Of course, was not only you know Joseph's brothers, but it was all the guards and everything else that he that he could have sent to be able to take him out. And he cried, cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him. Uh-oh, no witnesses. <laughs> while, <laughs> while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept out loud, aloud. And the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard him. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brothers could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. They couldn't even answer him. When Joseph's brothers found out that the person in authority, second only to Pharaoh, over all the military that's around, Was their brother, they were troubled. That word "trouble" right there means to to tremble inwardly. Somebody say scared to the bone. It also translates affrightened. They were affrightened. Come on, you from the hood, you don't talk like that. Literal Hebrew says translated terrified. They was terrified. This includes everything and every emotion that goes along with it, including that they were afraid, which means the one we jacked is back. Dun da dun And has the power to jack us and pay us back anytime he wants to. dun da dun. They were amazed, which means their mind was blown. That's why they couldn't even answer. They'd like, oh my, I never thought. I'd be standing in front of you. They were dismayed, which means they didn't even know what the heck was about to happen. They didn't know what the heck was about to happen. Because remember, they low down. And usually when people think about what you would do, they go with what they would do. Remember, they low down. So when usually when people think about what you would do, they think about what they do. And so they think, like, oh, no, see, I'd have broke you in half by now. And so what's going to happen to me? What you going to do? Oh, my goodness. So they was all messed up. Verse four says, and, J- and Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me. I bet you they was like, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, uh-uh, come near to me, I pray you, and they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now, this ain't starting out good in their mind, because remember, they're going to think like they would do, whom you sold into Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither, for God did not for God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years have the famine been in the land. And yet there are five years in which there shall neither be earring, talking about ears of corn growing, nor harvest. And, and God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and save your lives by a great deliverance. So not take your lives like y'all wanted to do me. Save your lives like I always wanted to do with you. So now, it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he hath made me a father of Pharaoh and a lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Haste ye and go up to my father and say to him, thus saith thy son Joseph. God hath made me Lord of all Egypt, come down unto me, tarry not, and thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen. Back then Goshen was sweet land, that was good land back then. And thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy floods, and thy flocks, and thy herds, and all that thou hast. Look at the level of the restoration that's about to occur. When he left, they didn't have children, 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 children. But see what Satan did: separated them from all of this that was supposed to be involved in in life. But God said, "I'm going to restore all the years that the canker worm has stole. and there will I nourish thee. For yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. And behold, your eyes see, and the ears of my brethren Benjamin." that it is my mouth that speaketh unto you. And ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt and of all that ye have seen. And ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. And he fell upon his brethren, Benjamin's neck, and wept. Now, when they said they fell upon his neck, that was a sign of affection back then where they would fall upon him and begin to kiss him in the neck area and then kiss him up the side of their face and everything else like that too. Kiss their beards and stuff like that. Hey, don't, don't, it, it was a, it was a local thing. And, 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 and Benjamin wept upon his neck and wept upon his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. Every one of them. I bet you he remembered what each one of them said while he was sitting in that pit about how they killed him. And he walked down one after another and kissed every one of them. show every one of them that, that I, I, I'm, I'm willing to allow this relationship to be restored. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trusted you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope you learned a little bit more about how God wants to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you that will last, including restoring the relationships that were lost and or stolen from me and you. I hope it's inspiring you to let God be a God of recovery and restoration to you. I hope even more that you'll let Him do what He wants to do, that is, bring recovery and restoration in your life like He wants to do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassley Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.